Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast. I'm Ginny Longden. You can catch me on Absolute Radio Country. Just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. Download the free Absolute Radio app or find us on DAB Radio in the UK. Now, the Long Road Festival is the UK's largest outdoor celebration of country music, bringing some of the biggest and most exciting names in the genre together for a weekend of country, roots and Americana in the beautiful Leicestershire countryside. This year, I was lucky enough to sit down on a hay bale with the artist for a chat. Here's what happened. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. Jenny Longdon on Absolute Radio Country and I'm so happy to be speaking to an artist that I love and I know you do a last minute addition to the Long Road Festival lineup. Hi Cam. Hi. How are you? Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. I'm here. <laughs> you really saved the day. How does it feel Aww. to sort of last minute get on board? And You know this is the festival where I've been here before back in 19, 2019 yeah. and it was such an overwhelmingly positive experience that as soon as when my booking agent called, he goes, do you remember the Long Road Fest? I go, oh my God, yes. Like, and he goes, could you? And it's, I'm not going to lie, when you first hear you need to sub for someone, it, of understandably, you're coming into a situation where people will be disappointed because their expectations are changing, you know? And the response has been so sweet. Oh my gosh. And this place, I just knew it would be like this because I just knew we would have such a great time. So it was easy to say yes. Luckily, everybody could make it, you know, and uh, it's going to be a really, really great show. How quick of a turnaround was it for you? Like, what? I think they called me on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, something like that. So it was really fast. And I I mean, the mistake was my manager didn't pick up because she was in L.A. She was sleeping. So they called me, and as the artist, all I go is, yes, we can do it. <laughs> and everyone on the team was like, um, can we check that everyone can come with you? And I was like, okay, fine, details. <laughs> oh, yeah, details. My band, details. <laughs> no, and luckily, band flew out. TM was already here, like front of house. We're using front of house that's here. I mean, it's just like a, it's all aligned to work out. Thank yes, goodness. It's not good. easy to do, but... Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't imagine yeah. it's easy at all, but here you are. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. What do you love about performing in the UK? I have said it before, and I'll say it till the day I'm gone. People here care so much about the lyrics and care so much about the music, and they're really here to experience it with you. It's not like a passive listening situation. I mean, everybody still is drinking, but they're also drinking and listening. (laughs) And I really don't take that for granted. For some reason, I seem to really get people here and they seem to really get me. And I absolutely love it. It's like I was lit up the entire week just knowing I'd be coming. It's so fun. I love that. Yeah. You were here last year at the British Summertime at Hyde Park. Yes. And the lineup was awesome. So it was yourself, uh, Little Big Town, Morgan Wade and the Eagles. Yes. Alison Krauss uh, and Robert Plant as well. Oh my goodness. I know. And then the night before was Elton John and my daughter was here and my husband and we just went and saw Elton John. (laughs) Oh my god. It was crazy. And so we joke, we call, we're like, baby, that's your Uncle Elton, you know, which we don't know (laughs) Elton John just for the record, but we think that's funny. That's amazing. (laughs) Is it like a pinch me moment, like opening for like the Eagles? Yeah, oh yeah. And a pinch me moment to sing 
at Hyde Park because it's just such an epic place. And I purposefully spent a time kind of making sure as part of the set would be this acoustic and vocal only so I could hear my voice just sounds so egotistical. I could hear my voice just everywhere, yes. just filling this whole place. And it's so, it gives me chills like thinking about it. It's just such a, I don't know how many people get to experience that kind of thing. Yeah. And it was such a beautiful response that day too. Yeah. It was just epic. I yeah. think last time you were here in 2019, you did an acapella bit uh, with Ooh. Diane and it was amazing. Is that something you love doing? Yes, I love doing it kind of and then I also love hearing everybody sing it back too. So that's the thing where like you have to decide, do I want to sing it? Do I want them to sing it? I did it, you know. That must be so cool having everyone sing it. Yes. Oh, I mean, this, I don't know if there's a way to explain what that feels like when you and that many people are on the same wavelength. You know, it's like whatever that feeling of belonging, you know, to yeah. like a family or a community times like, you know, thousands. Yeah, it's yeah. It's wild. What's your biggest pinch me moment then? Because I mean, like the Eagles is a good yeah, one. That's a good yeah. start. But do you have a bigger moment? Um, gosh, now that we're in this moment, I really can't think of anything besides like this. I yeah. mean, I think we just played the Roundhouse in April. That was incredible. I mean, I got to do Madison Square Garden opening up for Sam Smith. Oh wow! Play Red Rocks with Eric Church. There's been a lot. There's been a lot. Smokey Robinson. I got to do duets with him on CMT. What was that like? Crazy, because I grew up listening to like people do like tapes and CDs explaining how great Motown was, and those records shaped all of our music from here on out. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to like be in that moment and like look at I'm like looking at Smokey in the eyes singing to him it's like what how but no there have been there have been a few but this I have a feeling tonight's going to be incredible like it's going to be one of those oh, amazing yeah. I'm excited who did you grow up listening to um a lot you know I grew up in like a children's choir so I learned how to sing in like 14 different languages by the time I hit high school wow. so I have these weird references where it's like Patsy Cline and then it'll be like, you know, Dixie Chicks, Indigo Girls, and then it'll be like a Bulgarian women's choir. And like, it's like a weird mix in my brain. So if you ever hear anything out of the normal, it's probably from that. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so one of our favorite songs you've ever recorded is Diane. Aww. And it, it's an incredible song. It did Thank so you. well. Yeah. Did you think it would be that big? Um, I did actually. Burning right. House, I did not know. Diane, I really did because I, or I just felt like it would mean something to people. You never know how it's the consumer part of it, but just knowing that it would mean something to people because I wrote that song for a friend who needed to hear that. And I was like, I got to do right. So she feels it and she felt it. So then I was like, I think I did my job. I think I expressed what I needed to in a way that other people would understand. And that's like all you can hope to do. Why didn't you think it about burning house? You know, when we first finished it, I think I was so embarrassed because to me, it was like a diary thing entry, like, oh, most people don't really know the story, but I was kind of like a jerk to someone and I felt so bad about how I handled it. That's why I had a dream about this burning house and like saving him and dying with him. So it's like, to me, I thought that was so obvious and everyone would be like, oh wow, what an a-hole. I can't tell if I can swear on this or not. And it's not, it's, it's poetically obvious so people find their own meaning so I think I was just embarrassed if that makes sense like or vulnerable yeah, yeah. 
Well, it is a lot, isn't it? It's really yes. like exposing yourself and opening up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and the first time doing it too. So it's just, it's a funny thing when you tell these stories about these songs, which I love talking in between songs. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's like the stories then you heal a little bit because it like becomes everybody's and it, you know, it's like a... When you have a fear of spiders, you know how you're supposed to like slowly get closer and closer to spiders to like get over it? I think that's what it is. You feel bad about saying these stories out loud and the more you tell them, it's like, okay. Yeah, like exposure therapy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Do you have a favorite song of yours to perform? Um, I mean, Tonight Diane's going to be incredible. Yeah. I love doing Burning House. I love doing Village. There's a lot of people. Um, that's probably I get the most like personal messages and stuff on like Instagram and stuff where people are just like this is the person I lost and this is what I think of and I feel like that kind of like understanding of your own mortality and who we have with us uh, and don't have with us it's just like a thing we're all going through and it just feels so universal so when I sing it I like it sounds bad but I look out and I kind of like when people are crying because it's yeah. like oh they're doing it they're feeling it so it's gonna be like the, I literally have a hand on my name tonight for a woman who lost her mom, and her mom's name's Kirsty, And so I'm, if I remember, I'm gonna say it on stage. Oh, that's so nice. Oh. I know. Um, what is next for you then? What have you got coming up? Yeah, so I've been working on the next album. Oh, great. I know, so I'm, what I'm hoping, and you're never supposed to like commit to these things because it's never the timeline you think it is, but I'm hoping it's coming out next year and then I follow it with a European tour. So like, this, I love being here. So this is like a priority for me to like actually, like I've been meeting people like from Manchester. They're like, you come back to Manchester? I'm like, of course I'm coming back to Manchester. I wanna be not just like, you know, one show around one area. I wanna hit everything and see everybody. Yeah, do you have yeah. a favorite part of the UK at all of you? Um, I don't know that I could say so yet. <laughs> I feel like everywhere I go, I have a good time and yeah. people are so sweet. So every, and a lot of places are new to me still, you know, so I'll go someplace new and meet a whole new group of people. And so no, I ask me in like 10 years. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You'll be really specific like yes. this, this yeah. bar, yeah. this place. I hope so. That'd be so fun. <laughs> and do you have a message for your UK fans? Oh, just that I love you guys. And I'm so happy to be here. And if you can't be here tonight, um, I'm gonna, I'll be back, I promise. And we'll do more of this. That's what we want to hear, Cam. Yeah. Thank you so much for talking to us on Upstate yeah. Radio <laughs> Good luck tonight. Thank you. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters. And we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK. Or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 